Sir. Good morning, morning, Coach. Good morning, DeVore. <laughs> What's going on? I don't think you have to call me Coach on here. That's weird. Is it weird? Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah, stop being weird. Well, I don't, I don't really respect you as a coach, so I don't know why I keep saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's confusing <laughs> everybody. So For, uh, do yourself a favor. <laughs> Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm just I'm just joking. I have the utmost of respect for you, sir. Uh, maybe. Listen, we got six plays. Six plays. I, you know, listen. I said this last time, or I said this to you before. I don't want to know who the person that listened to our podcast uh, was. I want to know the person that listened to it and then listened to it again. If that happens. I want to meet mm. that person. I want to understand what's happening in their life, where they went wrong. Not, look, yeah, I can tell you what's happening in their life. It's nothing good. Okay, <laughs> they, they they probably they they bought Dogecoin Friday night, Saturday night tanked. You know, they lost their job. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, man. I think you nailed it. So if you are that person. Yep. Uh, actually, I don't want to talk to you because you probably don't have anything to say that I want to hear. But um, you're probably just, weird. Let's be honest. You're probably weird. Super weird. Yeah. 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 You smell like cats. Um, what? What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, uh, I was talking about that post that I I put up on. Yeah, I don't know because I don't stuff. look at any of your posts. So why don't you just tell I, me what we're talking about? Any, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, yeah. And actually, I don't even have an Instagram account, so I don't know what I'm posting to. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was uh, th- so I, I reposted this. I, he's some sort of doctor. He was saying that um, you know most people when when they're trying to eat healthier things like that, or when we tell them, "Hey, you gotta you gotta eat better," they say, yeah. "Oh, it's too expensive." And yeah. this is more of a U. This is more of a U.S. U.S. based post because he's he's out of the U.S. But he said, sure. you know, what's expensive is the medication and the treatments for disease compared to yeah. healthy food. Yeah. Now, apply it to the Canadian health model and and um and and the other costs, right? Like the co- the stress on your family, right? Well, the like, str- yeah, the stress on you. From, sure. You know, um, and it just makes me think of, uh, and I'll butcher the quote, but something to the effect of, you know, uh, a person can have 10,000 worries unless their health declines and then they'll only have one. Yeah, I love that one too. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know the exact quote, but it's something to that effect. And, and it's so true. I mean, if you've ever met anyone that's going through a health condition, um, everything else going on in their life takes a back seat, right? Well, and, and so I ex- extrapolated it to like a physical capability standpoint. And I just said the same thing goes for nobody cares like that they can get up off of a chair with no pain or uh, yeah. go upstairs or walk down the street or whatever uh, until it's gone. And then, and, then I, and then I said, how much would you pay to get that back? But, well said. Oh, man, that's such a powerful... Uh, thought how much would you pay to get that ability back yeah you know um i i I often think those that don't explore their physicality through movement is just because they've never met someone that can't move 
Yeah, and I, did I ever tell? I, I, I'm sure I told you, but so uh, the local coffee shop here in Port uh, in Port Credit, uh, Back Road Coffee Roasters. I was Shout around there. Code off. Shout out to Back Road. Percent off coffee. <laughs> um, fit coffee. You fit coffee. Weight? Code Oscar. Ten, for, code Oscar ten for ten percent off. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, no, but so I was I was in that neighborhood because uh, it's a nice neighborhood to kind of it's like a, a residential neighborhood with this coffee shop um, there on one of the backs. Uh, no pun intended. And uh, <laughs> and so I was walking around the neighborhood with my coffee and and I saw. Uh, what looked like, I don't know how old this girl might have been, maybe like years old. She was tiny. She was like up to like mid thigh. And then she mom um, or, or a care worker or something. Because this girl had like one of those walkers. Yeah. Okay. And the little girl, not the mom. And it had one of those walkers. Her legs that went from to her knee. Right. And she was, it looked like she was either rehabilitating or because she's so young, probably just learning how to walk. Yeah. And I fucking, that was a, that was a dagger. That was a dagger for me, man. Got uh, a little, little teary eyed because here, this girl, you know, I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions, but, you know, let's say she's never been able to run around before like a kid, right? A sprint around. And then, and then there's, there's people that just fucking, and it makes me so. It made me more angry that there's all these other people that neglect and and take for granted the the ability to go run. Yeah. Right. And then and then oh, I, I just don't do that anymore. I'm you know I'm 35. I don't run anymore. You know. Yeah. There's there's people like that, and it's crazy to me. It is. I, I think it's it, it's the ultimate expression of gratitude. Is is uh, for for your you know we joke around we call this your meat vehicle right your your mm-hmm. physical body. But the ultimate expression of gratitude for having that is to move, to explore it, to, to you know, and, and there's so much more, man, that you get from that, too. You know, we talked about this. I just actually did a did a post about handstands and, and hand balancing mm-hmm. and how, you know, uh, I, I'm sure you remember the first time I took one of your classes. At the, my main motivation was to get a handstand and. I had no idea, like no idea the journey that it was going to be, the time that I was going to invest. But beyond that, what I was going to gain, not just from a physical perspective, not just the, the learning about what I needed to work on and my deficiencies and my strengths and all that stuff, but the mental aspect of it, it, trying something that you suck at and yeah. sucking at it and then doing it again the next day, even though it's hard to do and, and knowing that I'm still not going to have a handstand tomorrow, but if I continue to do these hard things day after day after day, that eventually someday I might. Well, and, and, what, and what do you gain from a mental, sorry, what do you gain from a, a mental side of, of taking that journey? It's so powerful, yeah. man. Also, I think a lot of people, they gain stuff, right? I think, uh, I'm sure it's with all sorts of practices, but you you bring up handstand, it just kind of resonated with me in my head, that people gain a lot of stuff, right? Like, for example, hopefully the ability to do a handstand. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but you also lose a lot of stuff. Which is important, I think. You let go of a lot of stuff. Uh, for some people, it could be like the fear of going upside down, right? Um, I think in your case, because you were coming from more of a bodybuilding background, uh, and which, which has its... You're a forward-thinking guy, but it has its, its connotations with like, you know, testosterone-fueled, uh, you know, um, kind of machismo and, and, and uh, you know, I don't do that stuff, you know. I don't, that's, that stuff's for, for girls or for whatever, you know. Oh, I don't, you know. And so you, you had to drop that kind of stuff, right? And I don't know how much of that thinking was, was in your thinking, but I feel like a lot of people... I don't, that's not for me. I don't, I don't have no interest in going upside down, but it would bring so much to drop. That would bring so much. Uh... You hear you, me? Yeah. You keep cutting out on my end. I hope you're not cutting out for everyone else. So it sounded like, uh, it sounded like you were saying some good stuff. Yeah. But uh, from a bodybuilding background, uh, do you want to maybe repeat that? Cause I, I didn't catch all of it. You know, you're more from a bodybuilding background, but I said you're you're more of a, a, an open-minded guy. But mm. uh, I feel like the bo- bodybuilding culture has a lot of this machismo. Yeah, um, and 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 you had to let go of that in order to pursue a handstand because it's not the most much. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I, I would say um, that part, leaving that bodybuilding culture. Uh, which we can talk about that too, which is just filled with toxic masculinity, uh, so many levels and so, so many things. Uh, there are good things about it, but for me now looking back, I just feel as though uh, there was more bad than good. Uh, but to say that I was open-minded uh, took me leaving that culture because I wasn't open-minded at the time and entering into let's for lack of better term the movement culture and that ideology and that mindset that's really driven me to have a more open mind about my physicality which has then led to having more of an open mind in other areas of my life too you can't separate those components and and, you know to tie it back to the post about that doctor um you know what is the cost of your unhealthy eating to other areas of your life like how can you how can you be at your best how can you execute at your best how can you be the best version of yourself for your family and your loved ones if you're cramming a bunch of junk into your mouth well and and you're you're absolutely right you lack energy and the ability to cope with stress and mood and all of these things uh, um, but here's, here's the thing, man. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. here's the thing: people people don't no. know what that feels like, what good feels like. Yeah, they forgot. That's the crazy. What it feels like to feel good. Yeah, because because for some people it's been so long. It might be since they were, you know, uh, like a like a preteen. Yeah. Because think about it: you're a preteen, and and maybe your parents. I fuck. I know my mom. She was buying cereal, and and she, we didn't know any better, right? And so I was yeah. stuffing cereal down my down my. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and how good was I feeling then? Probably not as good as I could have. Sure. Right. I could have felt way better, but so. Now now I have, oh man, if I have a piece of cheese, man, I get like a headache right away. You know what I mean? Like now, now I'm, I'm more in tune and sensitive so you can get it back. But I think a lot of people don't know how they feel. Yeah. 
And that's it's why good. that's what that's why feeling, especially this whole oh god, not to touch on recovery, but like you know, oh uh, you know, like most of these people don't feel good. Yeah. So yeah. How, so right. Yeah, and if you don't feel good, uh, ex- exercising to use that term sucks. It really does suck. How can you enjoy it if you're not feeling good, right? Um, but I, I do. I think you know. I think we'd miss a huge point if we didn't just talk about what you said there was we didn't know any better. So I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think anyone, <laughs> if, if anyone does listen to this, I don't want anyone to think that in any way that we're pointing fingers or, or, or blame or no. anyone should feel guilty about this because it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do this. If, you know, for a couple of reasons, one is, if you don't know, right, just you don't have the knowledge, so you can't blame someone. Um, but also, just look around. It's hard to go to a grocery store and try and find real food anymore. Go to we talked yeah, about this. Yeah. Go to a health food store and try yeah. and find real food. And yeah. this is a huge thing that I don't think anyone's talking about. Walk into a health food store, and it's a bunch of processed, manufactured food. That's marketed yeah. as healthy. Yeah. Protein. Every, Everything high protein. You that's ice awesome. cream that's high protein. Cookies that are high protein. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's oh, it's like okay, but and so I'm gonna eat it because apparently protein's good for me, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and we just need to get back to to, you know, doing the things the body was designed to do, and that's really eat real food. It's it's, again, it's not easy, but it kind of is that simple. Um, remember the, the the our favorite saying or one of our favorite saying yeah yeah I, I, it, it's so true but um yeah it's 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 hard it is hard and i don't want to discount that um because i don't want anyone yeah. to think that you know they should feel guilty about it but i do i do i've thought about this a lot lately too you don't have to love fitness but I do believe that you've got a moral obligation to be physically and mentally fit, or at least to do the things to move you towards that path. Yeah. Right. At least take the smallest of steps to move yourself in that direction, no matter how tiny they are. That's you owe that to yourself, you know? Yeah. And, and it is, it, it's very difficult. I see people in my yeah. neighborhood, you know, as, as it's getting warmer, you can tell that they're not runners, but they're out there trying. Sure. Uh, they'll run Beautiful. for, you know, 10 meters and then they'll stop and walk. Okay, great. Great. Like, awesome. that's what you got. That's what you yeah. got right now. Hey, that. And then watching another Netflix show or whatever. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Hey, listen, if, if it's hard for you, if you're not used to it, don't go and run 10 miles today. Take yeah. 10 steps. And sure. people... But here's the thing. It's hard for people. I think a lot of people think that, well, if I'm going to make any change in my life, that I have to, it has to be drastic, huge change. And that's not well, and, and, true at all. And this, t- this ties into something I think that we were originally going to talk about with social media. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's everybody on social media. media. First of all, a lot of those transformation photos are 
uh, maybe you can talk about this a little bit more because you've worked on the nutrition side of things, like nu- nutrition uh, or supplementation side of things. Sorry. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things are a lie because it's just done in reverse. Um, yeah, there, 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 there is a is is there not a, a, a section of people that do it that way? Not everybody, but sure. Oh, listen, man, in any industry, there's going to be disingenuous people with uh, bad intentions that that do things like that, right? Yeah. Um, they'll do you know they'll do things in reverse, or they. I think what's what's more common is to take people that are trained that have done this before um, and and then, you know, for whatever reason have let themselves go a little bit and then uh, put them through, you know, uh, 60 day protocol protocol that they're used to and they know what they're about to get into and they know they can complete it. And, and again, when you're trained, your body, you're, you're going to be quicker to return to a state than otherwise, but taking an, untrained individual who's been sedentary for a long time and getting them to change their life completely and adhere to that to a long time is is it's not that easy it's not no and it's and and it's not fast and it's not fast exactly and it shouldn't be and 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 and, and, and here's the other thing is the other thing a lot of people are seeing whether it's guys or girls in good shape regardless of whether or not what they eat what they what they exercise what they they would be in pretty much that shape yeah right so and they're they're advertising it as 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 being some sort of uh you know fitness or nutrition expert um but they would look like that either way especially younger trainers right yeah yeah when you're when you're 20 to 25 you can you've got huge margins of error for the most yeah. part, right? Not everyone, yeah. but for the most part. So yeah. you'll have these individuals that start working out, go on a diet and, and get really good results. And then they just assume that they know everything and they market it that way, which I'm not saying, listen, I, I appreciate and respect. We were all young trainers at one time. And, and you know, but really at the end of the day, it's, it takes a lot of years of trial and error and failure to understand what really works because every individual is, is different. Right. And that's, so that's it, Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I always say in, in our programs, I don't really care about your before and after pictures because we do a 90 day program, right? No, I'm not going to plug it here because it's different, but um, I always say, I don't really care about your 90 day progress photos. I mean, I do, but what I really care about are your after, after, after pictures. Yeah, I want to yeah. see you because who gives a shit if you made drastic change in 90 days? Like, hey, great job. Awesome. I appreciate you. But what does that matter if you're going to gain it all back and then some in the next 90 days? Yeah. And that's yeah. the majority of people. And I'll tell you, I have, I have a client. Uh, I think all together, we've worked together for like on and off for uh, three years or something like that. And, you know, she's lost probably all in all, I don't know, 150 pounds. Wow. Um, and, and there was there was this big the first time we worked together for a couple of months, she dropped 80 pounds and then mm. we took a took a break and then she gained a little bit back. And then again, we lost a chunk. Um, and then. Uh, and then after this, this most recent pause. 
and all that stuff. When she came back, she was, I would say, even smaller mm-hmm. than she was uh, when the last time we finished. That's incredible. And that, that made me really happy because she, she started dietary stuff and start to figure it out based on the stuff that we had done. That's and she didn't just bounce back, right? Oh, and that's man, what you're that, talking that about. Makes, that, that makes my heart so full, honestly, man, when you, know, when you see those stories. Because, again, it's hard. And, yeah. and you know, when you see that happen, I know, I know the work and the struggle that has gone into that. But I also know how incredible that person's life must be no, knowing that they did that. Like, man, well, and, and, ah, man, and look, she's got a, she, she's got a young son. Okay. Uh, who's maybe, I don't know. Yep. And, and, um, and, you know, and she takes him to the park every day and she gets to be active with him all the time. And I just, I don't see the, the door, door to see me yeah. being able to, to keep up with a five-year-old that likes to go to the park every day and play. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just not possible. Yeah. Wow. wow. Because what the a, energy it, wouldn't be there. Yeah. yeah. How, how fulfilling is that? And I think that's the, that's the most valuable part. Uh, most, most of our marketing and stuff like that, not, maybe not mine and yours, but, but in training and fitness and all that stuff, is towards like, you know, how quickly can you get abs or how quickly can you get a bigger butt? But the most valuable part was that, is, is the, hey, can you play with your kid every day? because he wants to or he or she wants to yeah you know, I've had, you know the the messages that mean the most to me I, I had a client say this to me man and i i i get emotional about this stuff i don't know what it is but um i'm not i'm not shy about saying that but i had a client say to me that for the first time she doesn't avoid the mirror anymore oh which, that's great yeah dude I, I, when she told me that i did i teared up uh i couldn't help yeah, it man. because imagine what that imagine um, avoiding the mirror, and then you're living your life how... like you're living your life like Dracula. Yeah, yeah. You're just avoiding the mirror all the time. But, but then Im- imagine what happens when you, you know. And then she said, "Now not only do I not avoid it, but sometimes I'll stop and check myself out." Beauty. That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That. Like, oh man, that just lights me up. That stuff there. Or I had a, you know, the other things when it comes to physicality. I had a. One of my clients who's um, uh, a little bit older said to me that, um, you know, training, training in this manner for the first time, she was able to carry all her groceries in from the car in one go without pain, you know, Uh, I had another client yesterday uh, say that for the first time when she got her to bed, she could just stand up with no ankle pain. And it's like, wow, that stuff is, it's the little things, but it gives you that's that's life-changing right and and my i I would say the my she she might be my longest tenured client and uh, age is the oldest she's in her 60s and just her perspective because i remember asking just kind of like why you know, it's it, it's not common to see somebody that's that's in their sixties to want to do some of the things that she's interested in, like learn a handstand and things like that. It's 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 scary for them, right? But sure, it's scary for a lot of people. But think about like you haven't done it for all these years, right? So and it's, yeah. it's, and, and 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 you have the narrative of like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, 
Yeah, well, the, the and, you know, the thing that I tell people about handstands, why should you do handstands? Uh, not because it makes for a cool Instagram video, but um, and not because maybe you'll never get the handstand. I, I mean, I the hope is that you will. And, mm. you know, I think we've we've become pretty decent at uh, teaching people to get there in the pros- process. But um, what's super cool to me is what you discover along the way. So you discover, man, I, my wrists suck. Like I don't have any wrist extension and it's a lot of pain and all that. So, okay, so now we have to work on the wrists. Uh, if you didn't move if you didn't attempt the handstand you may never have figured that out and then what does that lead to in terms of quality of life hey listen when you're 80 what matters if you does it matter that you had abs at one point in your life or does it matter that you can still open jars so you can well, eat you know what i mean <laughs> that's what this client told me right was she, you know i asked her why like why is she doing this stuff i just kind of i was kind of surveying uh, surveying my clients and seeing what what why they were doing this yeah. Why? Why? Uh, them. And she was saying, like, you know, she's she's a, a, like a a slimmer person. She's like, well, losing weight has never been a thing for me. Like, yeah. I don't care about that. But she used to do like heavy cardio, like spin classes and things like that, because you know, whatever, it's good for your your heart, maybe. And um, sure. Uh, but she's doing these things for longevity, right? She's doing strength work to uh, make sure that she continue to walk down the stairs, and 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 she does impressive shit. She's, you know, it's in a lot of cases one of the strongest people in class. I remember one time we did a full. Uh, this is obviously pre-COVID times. We did a, a training session with with a group where we went through, a, and after she wanted to test out how much chin ups, how many chin ups she could still do in a right. row yeah. and because because we used to train chin-ups pretty specifically and then and then we stopped uh and it had been a couple of months she knocked out i think five or six after a 90 minute class strict wow which is incredible and then everybody was like watching and there's like all these people that are in their 20s 30s you know all younger than her were just like holy shit like what what that, is this? that's that's incredible the level of content we could talk about this too that i mean i i often knock the aesthetic appeal um, you know, just because I came from that world where that was all that mattered was the way that you mm-hmm. look and that's what garnered respect. And, you know, I think that's a very toxic view of the body when, when that's your primary goal. Um, and I'm not saying it's not important, man. We're, listen, we're visual beings. That's, that's how we have eyes and they're in the front of our heads for a reason, you know? Well, so and it's also I a performance an, thing, right? Like yeah, if but, you're, if you're, 40 pounds overweight you're not going to perform as well for sure absolutely and, so. and a health and a health issue too right so yeah um and you know of course someone's going to come in if anyone listens to and say <laughs> uh <laughs> and say oh you're fat shaming okay listen i'm all about the body positive movement but at the end of the day uh we know that being overweight and being obese is not healthy yeah from from a straight health marker standpoint uh it's you not, die you sooner you, you die yeah sooner. you can't you, exactly you can't you can't argue with that point right so it's in everyone's best interest to work towards being healthier that's just that's what it is and then like hey man being in control of your health if you want to be body positive i think that's the most body positive thing that you can do and you don't well, have to attain a certain aesthetic appeal 
for that to be the truth. And in fact, I mean, listen, coming from that world, I'll tell you right now that some of the people that look the best in the fitness world are the least healthy, right? Well, hundred percent, man. And, and, uh, the, what I, the, the body positive, because we talked about eating and things like that being very difficult, like nutrition being difficult. Um, but they kind of move the goalposts back and make it easier for people. It's the participation ribbon of, of, of life. You know what I mean? It's like I'm overweight and uh, now they're telling me I, I should just be positive about it versus like yeah. trying to change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, sh- you definitely shouldn't be, although you probably, if you're, if you're overweight, you're probably experiencing some depression and things like that and all that kind of stuff. And that's not, that's not helping you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so there's, it's tough to be, it's, it's not a good thing to be positive about, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't, you don't have to be down on yourself. You, you should be trying to fix it and improve it. But, yeah. uh, but definitely we shouldn't be celebrating that people are overweight. Or, yeah, or if I think that can be very dangerous if that somehow justifies or gives you an excuse to not work towards being healthy. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. that that's my concern, you know. Um, but, yeah, tying it back to um, to that post about uh, what's expensive versus not expensive when it comes to food. Um, I mean, I, I did this post on social media a while back where I walked into a grocery store and the first thing that they had just not even, you didn't even walk fully in at the entrance was just mm-hmm. this wall of processed junk food. And this was right towards the beginning of COVID. And I, I posted it cause it upset me because mm-hmm. um, it's like, can't we do better? Shouldn't we be, shouldn't this be the greatest wake up call to, to work towards being healthier you know yeah. right now what's going on in the world and i don't want to make this a conversation about that but if there's ever been a time where we should focus on our health and uh creating a healthy body is now in my opinion right um well anyways i posted that and you know i got some comments and some feedback that uh, actually someone and i ended up having a great conversation with this person which which i'm grateful for but someone posted that uh, health isn't accessible to everyone and that I was being a healthist. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, my argument is this, is that I think health, again, not, maybe not everything is accessible to everyone for sure. I'm not going to argue that. But a certain level of health is. And yeah. I actually did the math and showed this person that, hey, like the cost of an apple isn't that different from the cost of a granola bar, right? On a calorie per calorie basis. And if you yeah. do the work and you hunt, you can find these deals. You can. Look, it just you, takes a you, little you, more work, right? You have, you have to want to, okay? And, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, maybe people don't realize how much money they're wasting on stuff. Right. Right? Like, Absolutely. Uh, the, the same client that lost that lost over 150 pounds or whatever she i remember when we first started working together uh you know i was just giving her some nutrition stuff she stopped buying yeah and then she, and then she, she realized, realized she's like oh 
she's like, oh, I have so much money, so much money saved now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she used that money towards training. Dude, right? have you eaten? Have you eaten at a at a restaurant lately? And I, I, again, careful. We not. don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to knock. Well, yeah. I mean, we try and support local. My daughter and I have this great little breakfast spot that we go we we go to once a week, or we used to, and then we we started getting takeout from there to try and support them, even though uh, eggs for takeout, not, not the best, right? No, um, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't hold too well. But anyways, um, dude, it's so expensive to eat at a restaurant compared to eating at home. It's crazy. Dude, it is. So we, I, well, uh, I, I uh, got some takeout and yeah, yeah man, it, it was $20 for my meal. Uh, you know, whatever, 15, 20 bucks for, for Jess's meal. And yeah. yeah, so that's a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 20 bucks, you could, you that's could, a great deal, man. That's a great listen, deal. Listen, you could buy a grass-fed ribeye, a nice yeah. big one, for, for yeah. what I spent on two meals, which Let's be honest, they were of higher quality, you know, artisanal and all that kind of jazz uh, and whatever, but one of the meals was pancakes so let's be honest here yeah and 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 uh, the ribeye would have been much better for my health uh, and it would have cost me the same sure you know yeah. so um yeah it's just you gotta you gotta figure it out right like how many of these netflix subscriptions do you have i realized you know i got i got crave i got netflix i got some other one i got amazon prime i got i, I don't really watch any of them and yeah, man. well, I just I told you I just canceled my Netflix subscription and then I subscribed yeah. to, to Mind Valley um, because I was like, what am I doing? What am I watching? What is yeah. this? You know, and <laughs> the, the majority, I'm sure I, I'm sure I'm not uh, alone here, but the majority of my time on Netflix yeah. is searching for something to watch yeah. compared to my actual watching time. Yeah, we've talked right. about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we spent one night. We, this is before you, you decided to go to the Mind Valley thing. Yeah. instead of having Netflix, that we spent half an hour trying to find something to watch, and then we found something, and then we gave up on it within five minutes. Yeah. It's great. I just went to bed. That's... Yeah. yeah. And so just spending... Whatever. Think about but if you have... You know, if you have... Well, it's not $8 anymore. I think it's like 15 um, yeah. But if you have four of those... Inflation, dude. Yeah. 60 bucks, man. And... Yeah. and, and you know, you could spend that on groceries. Yeah. You yeah. could go, you could, that's a gym membership for people that can't afford the gym, you know, when that comes back. Yeah. But again, um, that, that needs, it, it, I'll, I'll tie this back. That means that people need to forego immediate gratification for the long view. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and actually, and, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, 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 uh, I read this quote the other day that, that really resonated with me uh, and uh, that, you know, on distraction and why do we get distracted from things? And I think this ties in, right? So the root cause of all distraction consists in finding relief from pain in doing something else. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, it's not even about the pleasure of doing it. It's you associated that activity with relief from pain. So you're escaping some sort of pain. And hey, listen, I, I mean, I think it's rare to find anyone that doesn't have some sort of pain in their life because that's it's a survival mechanism, right? And we're taught to avoid pain. So 
We seek distraction to avoid it. And things that bring us immediate gratification or the anticipation of that immediate gratification far outweighs putting off result into the future, right? So I want that dopamine hit. I want that immediate gratification of escaping my current pain right now. So I'll just escape and watch Netflix. Instead of doing the hard things today, that aren't gonna get me results until much further down the line. That's ultimately what this comes down to for me, you know? Well, and, and uh, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to uh, Lex Friedman's podcast. Oh, I with, love, love, it, love it. With uh, John Danaher. And yeah. Lex Friedman asked John Danaher, Jay, if you, uh, for those that, for the six people that don't know, um, <laughs> John, John Danaher is, uh, is, uh, a world-renowned jiu-jitsu uh, professor, and he was George St. Pierre, uh, coach, and many other people. But uh, ask him uh, what made George St. Pierre so special, mm-hmm. as a and what made him possibly the greatest mixed martial. And, and he talked mental toughness. And they talked about different forms of mental toughness, right? There's, you know, somebody can. I don't think of their example here. Uh, willing to do the training, but they're not willing to make the sacrifice. Like, for example, George used to travel to um, New York on every weekend. I think it was every weekend um, when he was living in Montreal. <clears throat> he would hop on a Greyhound bus and travel to New York to study jiu-jitsu. From he would make that trip. Uh, and he was a garbage man at the time. So he wasn't making crazy money, but he was spending a good amount of his own money to travel down there and and train and then go back up on a Sunday. Right. So he'd come down Friday night and leave Sunday night. And and he said some people are willing to put it in training time, but travel. Right. right. So it's different different types of, of uh mental toughness and and commitment to things, right? Right. Like, uh, I I found I found that you know, if yeah. it's convenient, if it's convenient, people can commit to it easier. But then what, what really is like, okay, it's inconvenient, you know, but, you know, let's say, let's say you have a trainer or a coach or whatever that lives far away. It's like um, going to see them is yeah, a little, yeah. it's, it's a little inconvenient. Yeah, well, you have to desire the end results so much that the minor inconvenience uh, and it, it's all relatively minor it, is you're willing to forego that. But that's the problem, man. People, uh, you know, I see with what's going on today. A great example. You know, people say they want to do the hard things. They say they want the results until it inconveniences them. Right. So yeah, yeah. it's inconvenient for me to make a meal. It's really convenient for me to go to a restaurant. But then I'm going to complain about the issues with my health, right? Same thing people yeah. are doing right now. They're, everyone's complaining about what's happening right now with the, with the uh, political landscape. Um, and they're complaining about what people are doing to small businesses right now. Yet they're, until they're inconvenienced by, you know, not being able to order on Amazon or Walmart. Like if you yeah. really, if you really cared and you really wanted to help small business, you wouldn't order off Amazon. You wouldn't mm-hmm. go to Walmart. You wouldn't go to Costco. But that's why I, I, you know, I say you can't complain from the sidelines. That's you can't. You got to be in the game, 
right? So you got to, and the game is hard. Game oh, it's is hard. hard. But, yeah. but good, but good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you'd be, you know, I mean, with, with that, like I, I found myself, man, I have a, I have an Amazon shopping cart that's like 20 items, 20 books. I just haven't ordered them because I don't feel good about ordering from Amazon right now. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it. Where am I going to get, you know, I think, I think like Indigo and Chapters or whatever, they're, they're taking a shit kicking themselves. Sure. So even getting a book from them, but you're, you know, you're, it's all of a sudden 10% more expensive. So you're, you're, um, yeah, but listen, man, you vote with your dollars and everyone says, oh, I'm going to I'm going to vote or I shouldn't have voted for him. Blah. Let me uh, uh, my view is that it doesn't matter who you vote for when it comes to the ballots. What matters is where you spend your dollars, because ultimately, 100%. if you want to know the agenda behind any political campaign, behind all political parties, just follow the money. And, well, and, and that's, yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. Right. And look, more people are spending money on well-raised meat. We'll say that it's more expensive, but more people are becoming. Yeah, but it's and 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 and, and, and W offers grass fed meat now. Right. All, yeah, all but burgers, it's, right? it's it's more expensive because people, again, don't want to be inconvenienced. Yeah. So yeah. they don't want to pay a little bit more for that. And so there's not as much of it. Right. So mm-hmm. as you as as you scale things, they become more efficient and you get Mm -hmm. cost efficiencies so if more people stopped buying the other stuff and started buying this stuff but it's it's again that's hard because times are tough right yeah people are losing their jobs they don't have as much uh, disposable income but you know they're not and and they just don't know yeah right and i doubt that our our, this podcast of seven listeners is going to really spread the word but (laughs) <laughs> you, if you want to have eight listeners, you got to get to seven. You, <laughs> no, if you want eight listeners, you need eight. <laughs> and currently, we only have six or one guy that listened to this six times. Hey, man, listen, this uh, this podcast up, is Albert? way too serious. This is yeah. this is not our usual conversations. And I've got a really good idea for the next podcast. So let's uh, let's end it, dude. Uh, I. Uh, Unless you have something else you wanted to say, yeah, I have. Uh, I always have something I got to say. I had a great uh, couple of name ideas for for the podcast because we did that last time, and then I kind of ran, ran out of names. But I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking of potential podcast names. One of them is the Anxiety Companion Podcast yeah. uh, for the peop- for the six people that may or may not know me and Devor. Uh, we're always in a state of anxiety because <laughs> we're on Twitter and we drink coffee, and uh, and those two things are like gunpowder. And um, uh, and the other one was uh, Make Devor Nervous is the other podcast name <laughs> because, <laughs> because because Devor gets really nervous sometimes at the things that I say. And I could tell he was nervous there just when I was about to read that say the say the name out. So, oh, dude, I was I, you, you do make me nervous. Uh, and there's nothing like dropping a nice little conspiracy theory slash anxiety bomb on on oscar right before bedtime so oh just yeah send him, send him a quick tweet just well look to I, make just to make sure he doesn't get a good uh good night's sleep if 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 i feel like this is a good time to talk about this because if somebody made it 43 minutes in then well um <laughs> that that i was watching uh why are you still listening what's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> you're obviously not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but uh, I was watching um, 
Well, I sent DeVore an article on uh, this uh, professor uh, who, I think he worked for the New York Times. But he, 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 all the facts and all the, the, the cover up um, of why the origin of, of the disease, COVID, is, um, uh, is not explained. And, uh, and kind of all the, all the big funding, the lab in Wuhan and that kind of thing, and how it most likely is some sort of leak, whether accidental or I think he was leaning towards accidental, but, um, but they work on those specific viruses. They work on, so this is the craziest part, dude. The U.S. funded, funded this lab and funded uh, games which is essentially you're studying viruses stronger than those found in nature so that you could develop a cure so that when the ones that are found in nature kind of arise and cause a problem, that we can cure it. That's, what that could just go sounds, wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? It just seems like, like a great a, idea. Dude, that sounds like the start of a Spider-Man movie. Right? <laughs> like, like these, we're making super viruses wrong here you know nope yeah no, no i think that's a great idea why don't we uh, while we're at it why don't we uh genetically modify mosquitoes yeah and release them yeah and, and uh yeah i think that's a great idea dude i don't see any issues with that at all we're so ballsy honestly we're just we're like these no mosquito doubt. bites are inconveniencing me i i, I better nerve. i better i better manipulate them so that they don't Right, yeah. like, dude, you gorgeous. know what else I don't like? I don't like, I don't like the wind. Can we do something about that? <laughs> like, it's kind of, it's kind of windy today, dude. Yeah, I fucking can't stand the wind, honestly. Dude, let's uh, let's figure something out there. Yeah, can we cancel the wind? Yeah, yeah. Fuck the wind, man. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to get too deep into this because we got to save this for the next podcast. Because we're gonna next podcast, we're gonna uh, predict the future. And it's going to be glorious. Yeah, and dark and dark. <laughs> Always is. Like my cup of coffee. <laughs> and your heart. And my heart, yeah. But that's a smoker's heart. Yeah. Can't smoke only. All right, well, whatever. We'll end this. I feel like we ran out of steam here at 46 minutes. It's tough. Do- dopamine dominant, dude. Dopamine mm-hmm. dominant. Yeah. Um, awesome. All right, man. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, we'll, I appreciate we'll, uh, you too. We'll do this again next week. All right. All right. Bye, bye, six listeners. Bye. <laughs>